Praise God. Brother Hilton, come take your liberty tonight. Thank you, Pastor. Man, why don't we just give the Lord some praise tonight? Hallelujah. Come on with the fruit of your lips. Hallelujah. The Bible says, from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, I think we can give the Lord a little more tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah. Oh, we worship you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 Does anybody feel that tonight? You feel the spirit of the Lord? Amen. Aren't you glad for that? Amen. Are you glad you came to church tonight? Amen. I'm so glad. I'm in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Where there's fullness of joy. Amen. At his right hand, pleasures forevermore. I'm not looking for happiness or pleasure in a bottle or some, some, something else, some kind of other vice or thing that I'm addicted to. But I'm, I'm looking for it in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. He fulfills me. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, does he fulfill you? Is he all that you ever wanted and desired? Hallelujah. Or are you looking for something else? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I concur with Pastor. I feel the Spirit of the Lord here tonight. I believe that God wants to do something before we leave this house. Amen. How many, how many other folks here tonight believe that? All right, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Sister Rebecca, thank you. Hallelujah. We can have church with us. Woo, I feel the Holy Ghost. I said I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Mighty God, mighty God, mighty God. Hallelujah. Amen. Before we get too much further, I don't want to uh, forget, amen, this month is a very special month. Amen. It is Pastor Appreciation Month. And the uh, Bible tells us, I'm in the Bible right now, because it says it's good that we give honor to those who labor in the Word. Amen. They're worthy of double honor. Amen. So as much as we can muster, we can give it to Him. So that's what I intend to do tonight. You could be seated. Amen. Amen. Pastor and Sister Riggin, you guys can sit where you are. I wouldn't take you off the organ, Sister Riggin. I'd love to hear you play. Amen. But we want to present a gift from the church, a gift of appreciation for your service. Amen. We've Earlier this year, we celebrated um, many years of service to the church, to the Truth Church. Amen. And, um, but I was just thinking about all that the Lord has done for us this year. Amen. And it wouldn't, we wouldn't be here tonight. I, I looked at across the, the congregation this morning and saw a full house. Amen. Full of uh, hopeful, faithful saints of God. And that's, as, that's a result of the faithful labor of Pastor and Sister Riggin. Amen. I'm grateful to have a pastor in my life. I don't just say that. Man, I mean it. And so, um, Pastor and Sister Riggin are going to be out of town on the 
Pastor Appreciation Sunday. That's next Sunday, the 8th. And so we figured we'd get ahead of it a little bit. And so that way you wouldn't forget, think that we forgot. You and Sister Riggin. We didn't forget. You guys are so faithful. You guys are wonderful people, examples of Christians. And we love and appreciate our pastor and a pastor's wife. Church, can we show them our form of appreciation tonight? Amen. And Pastor, I'll give you an opportunity to speak since this is uh, for you but um, and, and for Sister Regan. You can have her preach or whatever you need her to do. Amen. But we just wanted to tell you we love you. We appreciate you. Well, I had already turned my microphone off. So maybe we should hear from Ma Bishop first. I can call her that. Don't do that. I'll pay for it. Go ahead. Well, y'all can be seated. <laughs> we love you all so much, and I appreciate all the kindness that y'all always show to us. You're great people. We love you so, so much, and you put the joy back into pastoring. Y'all brought us so much joy, and I just want you to know that we appreciate all of you very much. Thank you for your faithfulness. I thank the Lord regularly for you because uh, what we have here is because of your faithfulness. Your labor, your giving is why we enjoy this beautiful place. And we just want you to know that we love you all so, so very much. But thank you so much for the gift. So the card says thank you for everything. Pastor and Sister Riggin, we thank you for your love and burden. The impact you have had on our lives is immeasurable. We pray that God would bless you richly as you have blessed us. God knew you were just what we needed. With much love and appreciation for Truth Church, Colossians 1-3, we give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. And there is a Visa gift card in here. So thank you very much, church. We really do, we really do thank God for you. And, and I, I mean that, as my wife said, I thank God regularly for this church. And I feel so blessed and so unworthy that God would send me here. And I mean that. We love and appreciate each one of you. Appreciate all of the kind words. We can't thank you enough, but we certainly count it a privilege to be able to serve you and want to keep doing that as long as God will let us. So we count it a great honor. God bless you all. Thank you so much for the gift. Amen. Why don't we give Pastor Sister Regan just one more hand clap of appreciation. Amen. I really feel that way. I am appreciative of my pastor and his wife. Sister Regan, I know, is, um, is not thr always thrilled to be on the piano or the organ. But this is just a great example of how much of a servant and sacri sacrificial Christian that she is. In spite of her own will and desire, she is willing to do 
what is necessary to see the kingdom of God go forward. And that's just the spirit and the nature of our pastor and his wife. And so, again, Pastor and Sister Reagan, I genuinely appreciate your ministry and your example to us. Amen. If you have your Bibles, we can turn in, in them to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. We'll begin there as text. We'll read the first five scriptures. That chapter. <clears throat> I really feel like the Lord gave me direction for this service. Amen. And I think God has already began to show us throughout the worship service what he wants to do. God doesn't play games. He's not playing with your emotions, playing with your feelings, making, you know, this, uh, you know, you might go through a hard time. You might go through difficult times, but, amen, God is only here to show you that he cares for you and that he wants you to serve him. And, um, hello? <laughs> Uh, I've got to get all that stuff out of my mind so I can just preach tonight. <laughs> Amen. If you don't know what I'm talking about, ask Brother Jaheim. He'll happily share the link with you. He enjoyed that sermon. Amen. Um, do you want to see God do something tonight? I do. I really do. I really do. I think sometimes we just get into church mode and we're like, okay, clapping, offering, altar, done. It's more than that. We're doing something right now. This is, this is real. I feel God's presence. I feel his anointing in this place. Hallelujah. The Bible says his anointing destroys the yoke. Amen. There's a purpose for everything that God is doing. Amen. He's got a reason for being in this house tonight. Amen. He sent his presence, amen, into this place. Thank you, Brother Nelson. Thank you to the singers. Uh, thank you to the musicians. Thank you to Pastor. Thank you to every member of this congregation that contributed to the worship service. I, I felt the glory of God in this place tonight. Amen. I'm eager to see what God has to do before we leave this house. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 1 says, And I, brethren, when I came to you, was not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom. But in demonstration of the spirit and of power. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Amen. Tonight, I want to preach to you on the subject, the demonstration of power. Amen. Why don't we just lay down our Bibles and ask God to move in this place tonight. Amen. Can you help me tonight, church? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know it's time for preaching, but I'm going to need your help. 
Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. I'm asking you for your anointing. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Let's clap our hands to the Lord and thanks for his presence tonight. Thank you, Jesus, for your goodness. Give you honor and praise. We magnify your name tonight. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. I forgot to start my clock. I'm tr shooting for 30 minutes. <laughs> Let me see if I could. There we go. So, amen, you could be seated tonight. Amen. It's human nature to try to hide our weaknesses. Amen. When we feel feeble or we feel limited, our, we feel like we're reaching our capacity. Amen. We try to hide that under the covers. We don't want anybody to see, amen, our weakness. They don't, we don't want people to know that, that we have a shortcoming here or a shortcoming there. We, we try to cover it up. We try to make it, uh, amen. We try to hide it, uh, amen, in any way that we can. Hallelujah. At least that's my experience. I've done that. I've been guilty of doing that. If I'm, in, if I'm struggling with something, I don't want anybody to know it. I just want them to think that I'm doing a-okay. I want everybody to feel like uh, I'm soaring, I'm flying. Amen. But I want to tell you tonight that if you're in that place, amen, and you feel feeble, you feel weak, I want to let you know uh, that you're in a perfect position. You're in the perfect place uh, for the power of God to be demonstrated hallelujah God has enabled men and women amen throughout the pages of his word and throughout history amen that those who are weak those who are feeble he's enabled his power upon their lives Hallelujah, he's demonstrated his power through their lives. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7, it says, But we have this treasure in earthen vessels. That's you and that's me. Amen. We are those earthen vessels, those vessels, amen, that were formed, amen, by the potter's hand. Amen. That the excellency of the power of God may be of God and not of us. Amen. God's not interested. Amen. And building up a Jared Hilton. Uh, amen. Or a Jaheem Johnson. Uh, amen. Or a, uh, a Brody Johnson. Uh, amen. God is interested uh, in letting somebody know uh, what he's able to do. Hallelujah. And furthermore, amen, whatever we're able to do, whatever we're capable of, amen, is only, amen, is only by his grace and by his power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Him and Apostle Paul said apostolic preaching is the power of God. Amen. To those of us who are called. 1 Corinthians verse 1, uh, 23 through 29 says, But we preach Christ crucified. Amen. There's that message again. Amen. Apostle Paul, amen, in our opening text uh, said, I've determined to know Jesus and him crucified. You know why he's so focused on that message? Because that's where the power comes from. Amen. He's looking for real results. He's looking for something, amen, that'll really change somebody's life. Not a 12-step program. Amen. Not some philosophical, philosophically engineered program. Amen. Not something that's, amen, based off of our psychology or, amen, our physiology, amen, but it's based on the power of God. 
Hallelujah. God's interested amen, in changing you and me. He wants us to become more like my God. He wants us to be more like him. He's not happy amen, if we're just satisfied in our own condition. He wants us to change. Hallelujah. 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 Mighty God. Mighty God. Hallelujah. So we preach Christ crucified. Verse 23 of 1 Corinthians 1. Unto the Jews, a stumbling block. Unto the Greeks, foolishness. Hallelujah. But unto them which are called. Hey, that's you and me. Hallelujah. Both Jews and Greeks. Hallelujah, hallelujah, the power of God. Hallelujah, this is not just a tradition. Oh, hallelujah, somebody help me tonight. This is not just liturgy. This is not just, amen, doctrine. It is doctrine. It is teaching, amen, but it's also power. Hallelujah. It's also life-changing power. Amen. It is wisdom. To some, it seems like a stumbling block. And to others, amen, it seems like foolishness. But to those of us who have experienced the power. Oh, hey, I don't know about you, but I know where I came from. I didn't come, amen, from this person, that person. Amen, Pastor talked about it this morning. Apollos and Paul, we were baptized by this man and that man. Amen, yes, I'm thankful for those who labor in the word, amen, and doctrine. Amen, that teach and act out and live out those teachings. But that's not where our power comes from. It doesn't come from a man. It comes from the obedience to uh, amen the cross to Christ crucified hallelujah do you believe that tonight hallelujah. hallelujah verse 25 goes on to say because foolishness of God is wiser than men the weakness of God is stronger than men hallelujah hallelujah for ye see your calling, brethren, how that, not many wise <laughs> men are, hallelujah, not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. Hallelujah. But God, hey, let me just stop there before I move on. I feel, amen, like just saying this and I'll move on, okay? Let's, uh, hey, uh, um. He talked about that, that there not being many wise men after the flesh. Not many mighty men, by implication, after the flesh. Not many noble men after the flesh. Hallelujah. Jordan Peterson's got some good stuff to say. But he doesn't have any power. Amen. In fact, if you go and study what he's saying, a lot of the things that he says, amen, actually, and whether he admits it or not, amen, comes right out of here. Amen. That's why it's so right. Amen. The things that, amen, fall flat are the things that don't come out of there. And, and I'm, I'm not 
preaching in complete support of Jordan Peterson. I'm just saying, I mean, if you know anything about the man, he's recently taken the world by storm with, uh, with, I mean, not recently, but maybe over the past couple of years, and I'm getting too bogged down in that, so allow me to move on, if you will. Amen. Not just wise men. Hallelujah. Amen. Out to the flesh. Not mighty men. Not those people that you, amen, put on a pedestal. Those people that, that you elevate so highly in your mind. Those noble individuals that have accomplished and become so successful. Those aren't necessarily the ones that God calls. He's looking, uh, amen, for those uh, who would obey. Amen, those uh, who would listen. Amen, those uh, who would hear. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I wonder if there's anybody in this house tonight uh, who would hear, uh, who would listen uh, to his word. Do you hear the call? Hallelujah. Do you hear the call? Hallelujah. Let's just love the Lord for a moment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you constantly compare, amen, the word of faith and mix it, amen, with fact and, and, and even fiction or, or just the, amen, intellect, you're going to constantly come up short. Amen. You're not going to realize the genuine power. Hallelujah. How do you try to keep putting it in that little box? Amen. Of how I think it ought to be, how I think it should be. Amen. The power of God is much greater, amen, than you can ever imagine. I hath not seen, ear hath not heard, neither hath it entered the heart of man. Amen. The things that God has prepared for him. I'm telling you, the demonstration that God wants to do is far greater than you can imagine. Oh, I feel this tonight. Amen. Is anybody feeling what I'm preaching tonight? Hallelujah. But God had chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God had chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God wants to do something at the truth church. I mean, he doesn't want us to just keep coming in and going out the same way that we came. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, it appears to me, amen, that our weakened state, amen, is almost a qualifier, amen, a condition that God is looking for so his power can be demonstrated. Hallelujah. He's looking for those who realize, I can't do it. Not on my own. <laughs> He's looking for those, uh, him and those earthen vessels. Hallelujah. Say, I'm not enough by myself. I need the grace of God. I need the strength uh, from heaven. Hallelujah. This is Paul's attitude in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. I mean, he tells us, verse 7, Lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. But this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, Therefore, therefore, why, why did Paul say therefore? Because he said, my strength is made perfect 
in weakness. He said, my grace is sufficient for thee. And so, therefore, because of his grace and because of God's strength, I will rather, I will, will I rather glory in my, in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities and reproaches and necessities and persecutions and distresses for Christ's sake. For when I'm weak, then am I strong. Hallelujah. Pastor preached such an incredible message this morning, appealing amen, to this church. Hey, we need some help. We need you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. But you think, oh, I'm not qualified. I keep trying and then I, f- I flop. Perfect. That's exactly what we're looking for. You're a vessel that God can demonstrate His power through. You're a vessel. Amen. That God, if you will humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, that's where the power comes from. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The word glory literally means to boast in or about a thing. Paul was not boasting or bragging about the infirmities. He was boasting and bragging in his infirmities. In other words, this thing is not going to get me down. This thing is not going to hold me back. Amen. He said in our opening text, I was fearful when I approached you. Amen. But I didn't let the fear hold me back. I felt weak when I approached you, but I didn't let my weakness hold me back. Oh, hallelujah. I'm blessed, amen, to be in the house of God. Amen. I'm blessed, amen, to be in his kingdom because where I'm weak, amen, it's in his house. It's under his power that I'm made strong. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He said, my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom. If you're looking for something to tickle your intellect, if you're looking for something, amen, that will, that will help you feel, amen, better about yourself, you have to look somewhere else, amen, because that's not what I'm bringing to you tonight. I'm bringing to you, amen, the demonstration of the spirit and the power. I might just go out on a limb here and say what I feel. (laughs) Hallelujah. I feel something. I feel something stirring right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, yeah, I'm just Jared. I'm not trying to claim I'm anything special, amen, but this afternoon, amen, on Friday evening, amen, two times, amen, the Lord came to me and said, I want to show the truth, church, my power. Hallelujah, I feel the Holy Ghost all over me right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hey, I wonder, amen, if you feel weak, you just make your way to an apostolic altar. He'll make you strong. 
Hey, he changed my very nature. I was a liar. I was a thief. Amen. I was a, I was a, I ran, amen, to shed innocent blood. Amen. But he changed me. Come on, church, let's love the Lord for a moment. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Amen. Let's reach out. Amen. To the Holy Ghost. Right. Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, that's it, church. I feel the Holy Ghost drawing us right now. Come on, do you feel weak right now? Reach out to the Holy Ghost. His power is available to give you the strength that you need. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, this is where the church, amen, comes together in one mind and one accord. Hallelujah. We come together in the unity of the Spirit. Amen. We come together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. You can be seated tonight. Amen. But please, uh, amen, try to remain sensitive uh, to the Holy Ghost. Let's not depend uh, on so and so. Uh, He always gets us there. Let's not depend, uh, amen, on Sister Susie or Sister or Brother Ham. We just want to, amen, to see the will of God accomplished tonight. Hallelujah. I was with you in weakness and in fear, much trembling. Hallelujah. The great apostle Paul, in a moment of transparency, said, yeah, there are times when I'm intimidated. Hallelujah. Trembling. Hallelujah. In fear. Oh. Amen. I got plenty more I can say, but I, I feel the Holy Ghost drawing right now. Hallelujah. 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 I mean, I feel like sometimes we come to church and we look across a pew and for some reason, somehow, I mean, that intimidates us. Somehow, we think, well, what, what do they think about me? What are they going to go home and tell sister so-and-so, brother so-and-so? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that hinders. I mean, if we succumb to that weakness, I mean, that'll stop. That'll prevent the power of God from moving. Hallelujah. I mean, when there's a lost loved one, there's a lost soul sitting on the pew. I mean, my, my weakness, I mean, my intimidation, I mean, can hinder a demonstration of God's power. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I don't know about you, amen, but I don't care what so-and-so says about me. I don't care what they think. I just want God's power. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, church, let's talk to the Lord tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men. Stop looking at what they say. Stop looking at what they think. Hallelujah. Your faith. Amen. Paul said that your faith shouldn't stand in the wisdom of men. Amen. If they're talking about you behind their back, amen, the wisdom, that's not wisdom. Hallelujah. Your faith should stand in the power of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Paul was glorying in his infirmity. He was acknowledging, yes, I have a weakness. Yes, I'm scared. Yes, I'm trembling. Amen. But I still, amen, have a mandate. I still, amen, want to see the Spirit of God move. I still, amen, feel the power. Hallelujah, Paul was well acquainted with that feeling of inadequacy. Verse uh, 24, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, he said of the Jews, uh, five times received I 40 stripes, uh, saved one. Thrice was I beaten with rods, uh, once was I stoned, uh, thrice I suffered shipwreck, uh, and night and a day uh, I have been in the deep, uh, in journeyings often, in perils of waters, uh, in perils of robbers, uh, in perils by mine own countrymen, in perils by the heathen, in perils of in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness and painfulness, in watchings often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness. Yet he writes two-thirds of the New Testament. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A demonstrable move of God. The Bible tells us that holy men of old were moved on by the Holy Ghost and meant to write scripture. When Paul was writing, he was moving under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. And yet he dealt with all of these physical, emotional, and spiritual forms of weakness. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 11 says, Who is weak? Apostle Paul writes. Am I not weak? Who's offended? And I burn not. This is just a few verses after what we just read. He's, he's pointing back and saying, Did you just read what I wrote? I am weak. Sometimes I get tired. Sometimes I get weary. Hallelujah. He said, if I must needs glory, I will glory of the things which concern mine infirmities. Hallelujah. And he's already explained to us why he does it. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12, in verse Nine, he says, most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. He says, I've been here before. I felt this before. How many can honestly testify, amen, that you have felt weariness? You felt various forms of spiritual and physical infirmities. Hallelujah. Bible talks about a spirit of infirmity. 
uh, many times in tax of church. And I don't want to get into all of that because I'm not prepared to talk about that. But what I want you to understand is that those, amen, it's a very real area of of contention, amen, against the church. Amen, this is a method that the devil tries to use to hinder what God wants to do. Hallelujah. Amen. God wants to demonstrate his power in 2023. Amen. On October 1st at the True Church in Olathe, Kansas. Hallelujah. Amen. But we're weak. I know. Hallelujah. But he's strong. I'm tired. I know. But he's got strength. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Paul's saying that's not an excuse. That's not reason enough to hold out on God. Hallelujah. I know, I know you're tired. Jesus said, I don't even have a place to lay my head. Amen. You want to follow after me? I don't even have a place to sleep at night. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes, amen, we have to rely, amen, on the rest wherewith he calls the weary to rest. Amen. He's going to give us the strength. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you weary tonight, church? Hallelujah. Are you weak tonight, church? Hallelujah. If you feel that way, amen, I would make this a humble petition. Would you please, amen, make your way to an altar, amen, when we open this, amen, and make yourself transparent to Almighty God and let Him give you, amen, strength. Let Him give you, amen, the ability. Hallelujah. I feel like God's talking to somebody tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Paul said in Philippians chapter 3 verse 10 that I may know him. I feel like Paul had a mission in life. All of his ministry. Everything that he was going through. He said that's not going to stop me. That's not going to hold me back. Amen. Amen. Perhaps the devil started to pick up on it and say, say, hey, hey, this guy, this guy's after something. This guy wants to see something for real. Amen. But Paul said, devil, come hell or high water. I'm going to see the power of God in my life. Hallelujah. 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 He said that I may know him. Verse 10 of Philippians chapter 3. And the power of his resurrection. Amen. But notice this. He says, and the fellowship of his sufferings. Being made conformable unto his death. Oh, I'm willing to die if, it ha- if I have to. Hallelujah. I'm willing to give it all. Hallelujah. How many of you can honestly say that? I want to give it all. Hallelujah. You want the power of the resurrection? It comes through the fellowship of his suffering. It comes through your weaknesses. Amen. Becoming vulnerable before him. Saying, God, I know. I know. Hallelujah. In another passage, he said, I take up my cross daily. 
I'm willing. I'm willing to go the distance. I'm really willing to put in the work. I want to know him. Hallelujah. That means every part of it. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's just put a pause on Paul for a moment. Hallelujah. Amen. Peter. I'm getting ready. Amen. To close. I'm not going to be much longer. It said, Beloved, think it not strange. First Peter chapter 4, verse 12. Concerning the fire trial, which is to try you. As though some strange thing happened to you. But rejoice. <laughs> Why? Why am I rejoicing? Why should I be happy about these infirmities? Why should I be happy about sufferings, Peter? He says that when his glory shall be revealed, he may be glad. Ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. If ye be reproached for the name of Jesus, happy are ye. For the spirit of glory and of God resteth upon you. Hallelujah. You want the spirit of God in your life? Hallelujah. Don't think it's strange when you're going through the trial. Don't just think that's, wow, what a coincidence. Uh, hallelujah. That's God preparing you, amen, to become a vessel for His glory. He says, when His glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. Verse 14, for the spirit of glory and of God resteth upon you. Hallelujah. Peter is also speaking from experience. He mentions in Matthew chapter 26, verse 40, he said, When he cometh unto the disciples, findeth them asleep, saith unto them, saith unto Peter, What? Could you not watch with me for one hour? I mean, this is just one instance. Just a few minutes later, Peter, I mean, denies Christ three times. I mean, later on that night. I mean, but to this man who was weak and you know, you know Peter. I'm, I'm leaning on your knowledge of Peter. He was sometimes just kind of spouted out what he was thinking, really without even thinking. He said, Jesus, I'll never deny you. And then just a few minutes later, I, he denied him. Or just a few hours later, I den he denied him. He returned to the lifestyle that Jesus called him out of. Jesus called him a devil. Satan, get behind me. You don't know what you're talking about. Amen. But it was to this man that he gave the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. He said, uh, and, and it was to this man who stood up on the day of Pentecost and said, we know the scripture, then Peter said, and then repent and be baptized. Every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sin. He gave the initial message of salvation. Peter was the one standing up with the apostles in Acts chapter 5 verse 29 says, We ought to obey God rather than men. Somehow Peter found a backbone. Somehow Peter, amen, changed from being who he was. Amen, the babbling over-promising, under-delivering, 
devil into a man of God whom God used, amen, to save at the very beginning at least 3,000 people. Hallelujah. I mean, God demonstrated his power, amen, through Peter, who we can, amen, talk about as being a weak person. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, If the musicians can come, I'm getting ready to close. Philippians uh, chapter 3, verse 10, that I may know him. Hallelujah. I'm willing to go. I'm willing to conform unto his death. I'm willing to put my flesh on the line. I'm willing to put my carnal flesh on the altar. I'm willing to take up my cross. Hallelujah. Being made conformable unto his death. Why? So that I may know the power of his resurrection. Amen, church, if we can stand tonight. Paul wrote to Timothy, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give to me give me at that day. Not to me only, but to all them that love his appearing. He penned earlier to the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 42. So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown. In corruption, it is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. And it is raised in power. Listen to what verse 44 says. It's sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. Do you want the power of God to be demonstrated in your life? You've got to go through your natural body. And many times, I mean, we can't really Get out of that state. We're there. Every single person in this room. We live in our natural body. We live in that state of corruption. We live in this state of dishonor. But what Paul is trying to communicate to the Corinthian church is that you don't have to stay in that state. Your natural body can become spiritual. Your weakness can experience the power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. One day it will all change. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 53. For this corruptible must put on incorruption. And this mortal must put on immortality. The Bible says in Revelation 21 and 4, God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. And there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. Hallelujah. 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 
Paul goes on in 1 Corinthians 15, says, So when this corruptible shall put on incorruption, and this poor mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is thy sting? You don't have power over me anymore. Grave, where's your victory? You don't have power over me anymore. The sting of death is sin. And the strength of sin is the law. Hallelujah. I mean, that is a, what, a, what a promise from God. I mean, one of these days, I mean, we're going to take on that incorruptible body. Hallelujah. But I'm here to tell you tonight, amen, that we have today, amen, an opportunity to witness firsthand that same kind of power that will move us from our natural body into a spiritual body. You don't have to stay the way that you are. Amen, I could, you can easily see how I could translate this message and preach it, amen, to a lost person doesn't understand. You don't have to stay, amen, in your natural sinful state. And, and you guys would all be rallying. Wow, yeah, awesome. That's true. Because we all have witnessed it. We all have experienced it. We've all made it down to an apostolic altar and have repented of our sins and obeyed what Peter said on the day of Pentecost. But does it happen only one time and then we're done? Hallelujah. Did we just become angels the, the day we received the gift of the Holy Ghost? Are any of us walking on streets of gold? Hallelujah. Amen. In this natural state, I believe this is where God wants us to be. He wants us to move from our natural way of thinking amen, and try to adopt that mind of God. The will of God. He wants you, amen, to step out of your pew and move, amen, and, and okay, don't, I'm not actually saying that. You, you, don't, you don't necessarily have to move out of your pew. I'm using this as a, an illustration of one that has moved into another state of being. You don't have to stay the way that you are. I'm asking, amen, those of you Amen. Who feel that weakness. That feel. Amen. That state of I'm so. I'm just so. I fall so miserably short. I want to do what pastor said this morning. I want to be a part of what's going on at the truth church. I want to do something more for God. But I don't want to fail. I don't want to come up short. If that's you, I'm trying to reach you tonight. I'm appealing to you. Why don't you just open up your heart? Transparently say, God, I'm not satisfied where I am. I'm coming in weakness. I'm coming in trembling. I'm coming in fear. Hallelujah. These altars are open. You can come when you wish.